28 past seven. It is 3AW. Andrew McLaren filling in for Dennis Walter. And uh, lots of good things to come. Tony Tardio is going to look at some of the news of the day. A little bit later, we're going to talk music and the Beatles in particular with uh, music historian Steve Woods, old mate of mine too, and our very own Taylor Capanello will join us for the Generation Gap. I can't believe, I don't know about you, it's almost 2022. And what a year it has been. The housing market went crazy. Property selling for skyrocketing prices. But I wonder what will happen with the housing market in 2022. Can it keep going like this? Well, a man who may have some idea about all of this, if not a lot. Joining us on the line, Adrian Bowe, real estate coach and auctioneer. And a very good evening to you, Adrian. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate you having me. No, it's good. It's good to talk to someone because real estate has become, well, like a current affair issue. Have you noticed of late? They've run stories about it on shows like A Current Affair. And uh, it's, it makes new, it's news, not just in the back pages of the paper on a Sunday morning, but it, it actually, there's heaps of news stories about real estate because it is such a hot topic. Look, I'm not surprised. You know, the combined value of residential real estate in the country, Andrew, is $9.1 trillion, which surpasses uh, the value if you combine the ASX uh, commercial real estate and superannuation in Australia. So uh, especially when you've seen something like 24% growth in the last 12 months, it's obviously a very hot topic. When you say 24% growth, you mean 24% growth in prices or just the amount of stock coming on the market? In prices nationally across the board. In Melbourne, uh, you've seen just under 20%. And you've seen for the last quarter in Melbourne probably around 3.8% growth, um, which is, yeah, remarkable. It's just amazing. And Sydney's just as hot. And Can- I believe Canberra's a pretty hot property market too. Am I right, Adrian? It sure is, yeah. The only uh, national city really is Perth, which hasn't enjoyed the same growth because it's quite tightly uh, uh, in combination with the price of iron ore and that hasn't performed so well. But uh, that's quite the outlier. Um, other cities, you know, including Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra, all performing extremely well. It's fascinating. Now, so what do you see happening next year, which is only just a few days away, of course? What, what, do, you, what do you think by June of 2022? How do you see the market, the real estate market? It's a very good question. And I think the most obvious case study is to look at New Zealand, because if we had a crystal ball, there have experienced this year what we're likely to experience, which is tighter credit. Uh, We already saw APRA take a very proactive approach in November to increase the assessment rate or the buffer rate, if you like, from 2.5% to 3%, which will affect people's lending by 5% approximately. They've also had two increases in interest rates uh, in New Zealand this year. So we're likely to experience both of those macroeconomic factors, and yet the median house price grew by $100,000 uh, New Zealand dollars. So if you had a crystal ball, you'd say the growth will continue, but certainly not in the same capacity of, of 20% plus. But you know the macroeconomic factors like inflation, uh, employment numbers have come out, and you know unemployment uh, reduced down to 4.6% in the last numbers that came out, um, inflation, even though it's at the top end of the 2 to 3% band that the RBA prefer, it's still at a reasonable rate and to be expected. So the macros are looking good. So the growth will be still strong, but I'm predicting 8 to 10%, not 20% plus.
Have, do you have? I'm putting you on the spot a bit, Adrian. Do you have the uh, the numbers on what the average Australian mortgage is now for the average family? Well, the, the, average, the size of the mortgage. Yeah, it's a good question. Well, the median house price in Sydney is around one and a half million. In Melbourne, for you, it's around a million dollars. Uh, so the you, you, you're probably looking at about thirty percent of that. So you you, you you could be looking you could be looking about thirty percent of a million dollars as a ballpark. So a lot of money, and and if if interest rates do creep up, it will be there will be a lot of stress and a lot of households. Do you see that happening, Adrian? It's a great question, Andrew, because for the last decade we've seen nothing but either status quo or reducing interest rates. Now, you think of the amount of people that have taken a mortgage in the last decade. You're talking millions. Um, you and I have probably seen in our lifetimes you know, increasing interest rates. So when the inevitable does occur, which the governor of the Reserve Bank, uh, Philip Lowe, promised us it won't be till 2024, um, obviously we've got to keep an eye on inflation because inflation and interest rates will go hand in hand. But I think it will be before 24. Whether it's in 2022 or 2023 will depend on inflation. But absolutely, uh, it will become a crisis of confidence at that particular point. And a lot of people who have never experienced increasing interest rates could start to panic and not take on as much debt. Yes, because it's it's been an incredible time. I mean, you know, we, everyone says this of a certain age, and I'm of that age. I can't believe it. Imagine being able to get a mortgage on a house. Well, this I was, one stage there in the eighties, I was paying seventeen percent. Oh, yeah, seventeen percent interest was around there, Correct. wasn't it, Adrian? At one point, yeah, late eighties, late eighties, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, that's seventeen, right. eighteen percent. Yep, and uh, it was not that long ago when interest rates were creeping down from. 8% to 6 and then everyone would lock in at 6% thinking it was a great deal and now you can get you can get a home loan with a 1% in front of it. So, oh, yeah, certainly a sharp contrast. So, you want to get into the housing market in a city of, of Australia. Uh, what do you do? Do you move out of a city of Australia and commute in from uh, regional or near regional uh, areas? Or, or what, what, where do you look? Where do you start, Adrian, if you're you know, in your 20s and married and Wanted to get a foot on the property ladder. It's a good question, and you know, being in the industry myself, you know, I'm, I represent Ray White. I've got a franchise here in Sydney, and what I'm seeing a lot of is parents going as guarantors uh, if people want to stay in metropolitan areas. But secondly, um, the migration to regional areas, given the catalyst for how people work due to COVID. Um, is going to continue to be prolific. You know, obviously people are, are, are moving further north. So a lot of Melburnians, a natural migration is to Noosa and for Sydney towards the Gold Coast. But that southeast Queensland pocket is becoming very popular. Northern New South Wales very popular. So I think COVID is going to be a catalyst for people working differently, working remotely and looking for new lifestyle choices and reducing debt. So I think you'll start seeing a lot more of that. So either either your parents are going to have to help you out or you're going to have to, you know, look at moving moving areas because metropolitan is uh, is becoming almost untenable. Talking to Adrian Bow, real estate coach and auctioneer. And Adrian, this has been golden time for estate agents in the major centres of Australia in the last uh, couple of years, I assume. It has been. Uh, obviously, we've got to remember agents rely on transaction numbers, not necessarily pricing, and transaction numbers did reduce. Uh, however,
However, you know, it has been compensated by that, you know, huge uh, increase in pricing. So, look, I mean, property owners have been the, 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 the highest beneficiaries, if you like, and agents as a byproduct have, have certainly done well than other ancillary industries like legal, construction, accounting, etc. I sort of derailed myself there. Just a bit more about your predictions for next year's real estate market around Australia. I know you've got to speak generally, but how do you yeah. see the next year wrapping up by the end of next year, say? I'd say 8 to 10%, Andrew, from where we are now. Um, and uh, that's assuming there's no anomalous events, you know, and COVID doesn't get out of control. Of course. Or interest rates don't explode, which is unlikely because, again, it ties in with inflation and inflation is definitely at the top end of the 2 to 3% band that the RBA prefer. But I would say we're either going to see an increase in rates back end of 22 or early 23. So 8 to 10% is, is about average and we'll get back to a normal market. You know, this, this year has been an abnormal market, you know, triggered by an abnormal event, really. What do you what do you find people like to see when they're inspecting a house? You're out there in the marketplace at the call face uh, every week. So, when the standard home that's coming up for sale, what are, what do the people, prospective buyers like to see? Do they like to see it fresh and new, or do they don't care for the? Uh, what's the story there? Heavily furnished, not furnished? What 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 is it? Things have evolved over the years, Andrew. I've been in the industry thirty three years, and. Um, you know, now, I think what people are attracted to is open space, a workroom, a Zoom room, more entertaining space, um, where, you know, years ago it would be about low maintenance and, uh, you know, maybe looking at something a bit more modern. But certainly all the uh, shows on TV about, you know, renovations, etc., certainly uh, inspired a lot of people to, to renovate. So, I, I don't think that, um, but, you know, it, it could be one way or the other. It's quite subjective. There are buyers that love to renovate. There's others that just want a turnkey type approach. Uh, but certainly location, as cliche as it sounds, has, has been at the top of everyone's agenda, whether it's close to school or in the school catchment zones, close to transport, close to the beaches, um, universities, hospitals, race courses, uh, train lines. That's always important, whether in investor or owner-occupier. Uh, but I think since COVID, entertaining space and work rooms and a sense of openness and, and ventilation has been really important. Uh, lovely to talk to you, Adrian, and have yourself a wonderful new year. And, uh, and I know you're going to have a pretty good, like most agents, you're going to have a pretty good 2022 by the sound of it. Yeah, I hope so, Andrew. Now, I really appreciate you having me on the show. A uh, pleasure. Adrian Bow, real estate coach and auctioneer with Ray White. Now, we'd like your calls to, uh, or throughout the night, I should say, we have calls, one double three six nine three, and especially, where did Aussies spend their Christmas cash this year? We're going to find out where. We're going to ask you to, uh, your contribution. Where did you spend your Christmas cash? But in the meantime, uh, coming up in just a moment, we've got Dan Javesky, who's from We Money, is going to talk about that subject of what we, what we splurged on.